Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hey, Ali. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I will say I'm, I'm kind of glad we're not doing video recordings anymore. <laughs> like since we moved to the podcast <laughs> format, because I don't feel super great today. So I'm kind of still in my, I, I haven't, I haven't gotten ready as I would have normally gotten ready visually. Um, yeah. But no, it's, I'm on it's, vacation this week. So a hundred percent the same. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I love having that flexibility. But mm-hmm. yeah, what what are you what are we talking about today? What's the topic so, on, on the table? Yeah, so you know, I've been involved this year with um, some online conferences, like two sessions of WordFest, and I've, I've spoken at a couple other conferences as well. But also, I'm on the WordCamp US organizing team. So I thought it's kind of like <clears throat> appropriate that we talk about a little bit about how diversity type speakers, right? So those of us who are, are less represented and, and underrepresented, to use our word, in mm-hmm. technology can not only like apply and be empowered to apply to speak at events like, like WordCamps and, and WordFest, but also the responsibility of um, conference organizers to make sure that there's diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. um, at every level that you possibly can um, get people in to mm-hmm. speakers and organizers and volunteers and all of that. And also it's kind of, we probably won't be able to cover all of that in one, you know, 25 minute podcast, but, um, but that's kind of a general overarching topic that I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Um, so talking about, yeah, talking and thinking about, um, not only diverse speakers, cause I feel like that's, that's a topic for discussion, um, that I've heard consistently, at least in the WordPress community. Um, Mm -hmm. but making sure that diversity and representation more than anything is weaved into the process. It's kind of like accessibility when you're building a website, right? Like you don't just Mm -hmm. tack on accessibility steps at the very end, like accessibility should be part of the entire build process. And it's Mm -hmm. the same with events and diversity. You can't just at the end say, oh, well, let's try and get a bunch of diverse people in here or sprinkle Mm -hmm. in a couple of diverse topics. It has to be part of the process Mm -hmm. from the very beginning um, Mm -hmm. if it's something you're really wanting to be intentional about. Um, And honestly, if you live in a bubble, if you exist in a a bit of a bubble um, or if you are a bit sheltered, which I've I've, I've literally encountered people in the WordPress community Mm -hmm. who are like, I grew up in this part of the country and so I feel very sheltered and uneducated and I want to learn. If you come from that type of background, it can be really awkward and confusing to try to figure out how to prioritize something that has never been prioritized in your life as an example before. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I think that's a great topic for conversation and yeah. something we've, I mean, something we've touched on a little bits and pieces here and there, but it's good mm-hmm. to have a dedicated convo about it. Yeah. And you know, if I can speak about WordFest first, mm-hmm. uh, cause we've had two of those this year and I was the speaker um, organizer for both of those events. And we set out, absolutely to make sure that we had as much diversity in the speaker group as as humanly possible so you know I went out and invited people to apply that mm-hmm. I knew were, were good speakers who might not think about speaking and would um, you know 
increase the diversity because I want people to, well, first of all, take a step back, more people will attend your event and more people will pay attention to your event if they see people that look like them at your event, right? Mm -hmm. So we've said that before. So if you look at the speaker lineup and you see, and you're a brown faced person and you see brown faces, then you're more likely to think, well, this is an event that includes me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you're a woman and you see women speakers, you're thinking, well, this this includes me. Um, It's harder to see other diversities, right? So it's not as easy to see LGBTQ status unless you know somebody is part of the LGBTQ um, community because they're open about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not as easy to see And I will say as a member, and- as a member of the LGBTQ community, there are some people that you can tell by looking at them. <laughs> 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 and I have definitely um, seen, you know, like websites or stuff for events or I'm like, oh, that is a queer person for sure. And I, and I love it. I'm so excited. I'm so here for it. Um, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to add that to Simpson. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so like when, when we, so not only did we put out the call and just like, like we, you and I have said before, it's not one of those, if you build it, they will come situations. Mm-hmm. You have to be intentional about diversity. So you have to make sure that you are not only welcoming to underrepresented communities, but that you're particularly inviting people that you know in underrepresented communities. Mm-hmm. So I made it my mission to, you know, look across the board, not only the people that I knew, but people that I are aware of in the community that I knew could speak. And I not only invited them, but encouraged them with topic ideas. Like some of them and said to me, I don't know what I would talk about. And I'm like, well, what about this, 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 and this that you do? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I could put a top, I could put a talk together about that. Yeah. And then I specifically built, I didn't, I didn't run it and I didn't um, participate in it, but I built a diversity panel um, for a 40, 40 minute diversity discussion uh, at, Word, at WordFest this last time. And um, uh, Francesca Morano uh, mediated it. And then we had, um, you know, several other people, both people from both women, men, LGBTQ, um, you know, racial diversity, all of that was built into the panel, age diversity, all of that. And they had some really good things to say. I don't know if you had a chance to watch that yet, but um, it's really good. So when you get a chance, it is available online now. But um, yeah, so I, I worked really hard both times to make sure that we had diversity represented. And we never once, I know people always think that, well, if we're going to make sure that we include everybody, it's going to sacrifice the quality of the event. Well, guess what? We didn't sacrifice any quality at either yeah. one of those workouts by, by incorporating diversity into our speakers, into our volunteers, into our organizers. Like literally it was, they were both phenomenal events and the speakers were amazing. Yeah. And I want to get on my soapbox for a second because when people say that, it really tells me more about them than anything oh, yeah. else. Because if you're, if you're going to stand up and say, well, by not letting the event being 99% straight white men were sacrificing the quality. You are telling me and everyone who's listening to you that you assume that people who are not straight white men cannot meet the same level of quality that exactly. those people can. I, f- I feel like I'm, I'm totally like spelling it out, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe mm-hmm. over explaining it, but I feel like people don't understand why that's such an awful 
crappy thing to say mm-hmm. um, and, and just untrue, just massively untrue. It Lately. is true that underrepresented people have less opportunity to, um, you know, get to the level that's that some straight white men are at in terms of education, in terms of resources, in terms of money, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless of that, there are tons and tons and tons of high quality speakers, organizers, content creators, blah, 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 out there who come from underrepresented groups. And so mm-hmm. please don't ever say that. Um, please don't ever say that to me because I'm going to get really, really mad and <laughs> might, might call you a racist on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and what I'm hearing throughout this, like everything you're saying about WordFest is my mind just keeps going back to like, kudos to to Dan Maybe and the team at Big Orange Heart for organizing a team of people to make this kind of thing happen because that is really great allyship, right? For, mm-hmm. for somebody like Dan to say, okay, um, not only is Michelle an underrepresented person, she has unique perspectives, but she is thoughtful. She is caring. She is connected. She is generous. Um, she's intelligent. She's all of these things. And she would be great at organizing all of this stuff. And as a result of that decision and giving you that opportunity and that platform, you created quality, right? Like you set all these systems in place to have a really, mm-hmm. really great event that, you know, Dan might not have been able to do on his own. Maybe he would have, I'm not going to doubt that, but like that is part of being a good ally is saying, okay, uh, maybe I'm running this event, but a, I can't run it on my own and B I can't run it with people who think and look exactly like me. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to reach out and find underrepresented folks who are good at what it is they do. It's not just good enough to like reach your hand into a bag of names and pull someone out and say, hey, do you like that's why we created underrepresented yeah. tech the way that we did, because if it was just a list of names and faces, that's pointless. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Finding the underrepresented person and then saying, OK, what are you really good at? And giving them a place to do that and, and uh, you know, saying, go off and run with that. That's how really amazing things happen. Um, and I think that event organizers in general need to keep that in mind more about when they're building a team. And I know that it's difficult to build a team of volunteers, right? It's not like people mm-hmm. are chomping at the bit to join the team. You don't have an endless supply of people to choose from. It can be very, very difficult. Um, Especially when you're asking them to give hundreds of hours in return for, for yeah. yeah um but it is such a good opportunity for mm-hmm. underrepresented folks to join in the community to feel heard to feel seen mm-hmm. to network um and to really feel a part of the community if we want to make our events representative of what the global wordpress community actually looks like and a lot of mm-hmm. times what our na- our national or local communities look like um it's really important that we that we do that because if you are building in representation at the top, it's going to be easier when you get to things like speakers, speaker selection, speaker applications, and so on, to find diverse groups of people. For example, when I helped organize um, WordCamp Miami in 2019, I was able to reach out to people individually or organizations individually and say, hey, as a queer Black woman in tech, I really appreciate 
where you're coming from, or I appreciate the things that your organization does or things you've spoken about in the past. And I would really love it if you would consider speaking at this event. And that was true every time I said that, right? It wasn't just mm-hmm. something I copied and pasted to every person, but it makes a difference. Like you said at the beginning to have somebody that looks like you or has a similar background to you come and reach out. If you are a queer black woman and you get an email from a straight white man saying like, Hey, yeah, I have this event. Will you apply? Not to say you won't, not to say I haven't, but it can be a little bit more like, all right, well, why? Like, what's, what am I going to benefit from this? You know, Mm -hmm. like, what is my, what is my connection to this organization or this, this event? And, you know, a part of it is how we frame things too, right? So like, are you looking to increase diversity or are you looking to increase representation? Mm-hmm. Cause those are really two different goals, mm-hmm. right? One is look at us, we're diverse. And that's not to say diversity isn't a good thing. Of course, diversity mm-hmm. is a good thing, but what's your, what's your end goal? If your end goal is just to look good, because look, you can look at our speaker list and there are round faces there, right? Mm-hmm. And there are female faces there versus look at our speaker list and we're representing different mm-hmm. you know, ethnicities. We're representing different genders and gender fluidity even. And we're representing um, different you know, sexual orientations and, and abilities and disabilities and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, if, it depends on what, like if I ask you because you're black, <laughs> because I just want to make sure that your brown face is on my screen, that's very different than, Allie, I know you have a point of view and I want to make sure people hear it. Yeah, exactly. Very, very different things. Yeah. I always think of it as of, as if you're making a list of value adds that somebody has, right? Mm-hmm. Like like I like I mentioned with you earlier, as an organizer for, for WordFest or somebody that helped out with WordFest, you have a ton of value adds that you can add to that project. One of which being, or maybe a a couple of which being the things that make you underrepresented in tech, right? Mm -hmm. And, but those are not the only things about you that made you good at that job. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, with WordCamp US, we are, what we did this time, rather than just open a call for speakers is we asked people to nominate other people, Mm -hmm. which also helps in- Yeah, it helps because other people will think of people within their own communities and within their own representations and um, submit names that that we might not think of or people might not think to apply themselves, but somebody else has, you know, the confidence in them to say, I think that you would be awesome at this because we really do want to increase the voices. We want to hear, we don't want to hear from the same old people all the time. You know, I speak at a lot of word camps. I, I would gladly give up my spot to other people if other people were interested in speaking instead, you know, because I think it's great to hear the diversity and to hear the other tops, the other voices in that. And if I can have a role volunteering or organizing and helping to usher new voices and fresh faces into, you know, speaking, I think that's a really good thing. Yeah. And I love the nomination too. Cause like I've, I've definitely experienced um, where it's like, you know, ask, send, send this link to a friend, like send the link to the speak replication page to someone you think would be really great, blah, blah, blah. And then that puts all the pressure 
on the person. Whereas right. if, if I sit here and I think of somebody amazing and I nominate them and I write down like what they would be great at, like that lifts some of the pressure off of them. It gives them a little confidence boost of saying, yeah, I, I could speak about SEO or I could speak about design. Like okay. it, I, I just, I love that as a idea. And I'm like, how did it take us this long <laughs> for events to start doing this? I think I it's such a smart idea. Um, for sure. And yeah, if, it, if it's implemented properly and if it's implemented well, I think we could expect to see, or I'm expecting and hoping to see a really, really great lineup of people at WordCamp US. And I will say WordCamp US is going to be the only event this year. I've been kind of stepping back from events this year just because it's exhausting. Like I, I get Zoom fatigued very, very easily. Um, mm-hmm. But WordCamp US is going to be the one thing that I really reserve my time for this year okay. to attend. I'm really excited. Um, and if you're listening, you should too, you should, Absolutely. you should definitely go and, and support. Cause it's from what I've heard, it's going to be a different WordCamp US than previous years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very excited to see that. Um, the other thing, and you can speak to this more than I can, because I'm not organizing and you are, cause you're amazing. Um, did I hear something about like a mentor mentorship sort of thing happening this year, or was that something else? Um, I'm not aware of that. I'm not on the programming team, so I haven't heard anything about that. I did see, and it should be live on the site now because it went live at noon. Um, the sponsors information includes, um, information about a job fair though, like an online job fair that day. So I don't know any of the details about that. And like we scooped them, like this is it. It's on the website, but we're the first ones to talk about it. Uh, I don't even know what it's going to look like yet. I haven't heard any of the details, but I'm super excited about that. Cause if it's not, you know, a job fair is different than just a job listing board. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think that's super cool. And, you know, I, I do want to talk about the idea of mentorship, but I think that we'll have to save that for another day. Um, because we're, gonna, we're running up on time already. Oh yeah. We but, are. um, But, um, and I know that um, next week we have a special guest joining us. And I think that that conversation can include some ideas about mentorship as well. Should we say who it is or should we leave it to be a surprise? Well, I I think we should say who it is with the caveat that sometimes schedules get messed up and if it doesn't happen, it will happen eventually. But since you made the reach, I'm going to let you announce it. We, our tactic last week worked and we have uh, Andrea Middleton coming on. It's actually not next week. It's going to be the week after um, okay. the week. Because yes, I get confused about the 20, the week of the 23rd is gotcha. what we, okay, what so we two agreed weeks. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in two okay. weeks, we're having Andrea Middleton on, and this is going to be our first episode um, where we have a guest with both of us. Cause usually yeah. it's like when I'm gone, you'll bring a guest on. So this will be our right. first kind of three person you meet yeah. and a guest call. And I'm very excited. We're going to talk about WordCamp US. We're going to talk about WordPress community. Um, I have to, I have to like put together a little list of questions. Um, yeah. I'm excited. About her. It. Yeah. I'm and really, she's just, really excited. She's phenomenal. She's a wonderful, like she really is. I think one of those people that's in, in your court and wants mm-hmm. to see things progress community-wise. She's definitely Absolutely. like, oh, I can't wait to yeah. talk to her. I, in my head, she exists as like a WordPress matriarch. Yeah, there you go, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she she just always them. has everyone's back and she's such a cheerleader mm-hmm. for everybody. And she's she just really such a is. cool person. Yeah. So for yeah, sure. I'm super honored to have her on. Um, Absolutely. And so yeah, you should 
if you're not subscribed already to the podcast, you should subscribe so that you make sure you get that right away in your uh, in your feed. What do they say? Smash that button. Smash that. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> oh gosh. I know. I just became a YouTuber. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they say it on TikTok too. Okay. We should probably wrap up there. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, it's amazing talking to you as always, Michelle. Likewise. Um, and yeah, we'll see you all next week. And we, we don't know what the topic will be, but it'll be no. good as always. As always. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. Yikes, Inc. Yikes, Inc. is a collaborative, results-driven, Philadelphia-based WordPress agency dedicated to sustainable business practices. This episode. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.